Hello, how the tech are you? This is our weekly tech news podcast slash YouTube show uh, where we talk about the tech news that may have slipped through the cracks. Although this tech news definitely did not slip through the cracks. Uh, I am HK Perrin. I'm a software engineer and I usually talk about software engineering news. And this week I'm going to talk about Mastodon and how it works. Uh, we have a new Mastodon instance called port87.social. So we're going to be talking about Mastodon and asking you guys to sign up. All right, to the man with the blue mic. It is I, Historian Matt, in the uh, the dark void here. Uh, I'm not introducing the show today, but we're, t- we're talking about uh, Mastodon as... Uh, HK mentioned, and um, I got some statistics to, to pull out, so we'll get to that. I think we're going to do sort of a informal format, um, but I got some stuff to pull out of my back pocket. And uh, on to Dave. Hey, I didn't add anything to the docket. I'm just going to respond to what these two people are saying and maybe give you a little bit of my <laughs> experience as I try to leverage our streaming and podcast platform to bring people over to Mastodon more broadly, but specifically to our instance of it and how that's gone so far. And a little bit of what, like, administering it from, like, the the web control panel has been like for me so far. All right. Uh, so, I guess since I introduced the show, I'll go first. So, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about what Mastodon is and how it works. Uh, so, Mastodon, very much like Twitter, is a microblogging platform. Uh, it's set up to allow you to blog things, uh, very short things. I think it's limited uh, by default to 500 characters, so a few more than Twitter. Uh, and people can follow you. People can respond to your uh, your toots, as they're called on Mastodon. <laughs> Not a fan of the name, but... Uh, uh, and the the great thing about Mastodon that separates it from something like Twitter is that it is not centralized. It does have servers, but each server can interact with other servers through an open protocol. So in that way, it's kind of like an email, where if you have an email, you can still email someone else who's on a different server. Uh, and you can sign up with your, you can sign up for your email at like Gmail, you can sign up for your email at, uh, at Hotmail, at iCloud, you know, all these different servers, just like that, Mastodon has a lot of different servers. And the way they they talk to each other is through this protocol called ActivityPub. And ActivityPub is a, uh, it's a, what is it, W3C, I believe, is the managing body that published it. Uh, and W3C published this this open protocol that anything can implement and not just Mastodon implements this. There are actually several different uh, pieces of software that implement ActivityPub and it allows servers to talk to each other and share the same content and do things like I can, uh, if, if I'm on my own uh, port87.social instance and someone else is on Another instance called, let's say, uh, Mastodon.social, one of the bigger ones, uh, I can still respond to their toots. I can boost their toots. It's very <laughs> odd. I'm, I'm going to say posts instead. I can boost their posts. I can favorite their posts. And I can see them in my feed. And that all happens through this activity pub. And even if you're on a, an instance that uses a different software than Mastodon, 
still through ActivityPub, you can see and interact with their content. And this, this overall network of servers that, that share all the same content, that's collectively called the Fediverse, which is a portmanteau of federated universe. So the, the Fediverse is comprised of all these different servers with all these different users creating all this different content that all talk to each other and allow it to be interoperable. And that's something that, you know, a centralized company like Twitter can be taken over. Like say, say there's like a, like a muskrat running around <laughs> and it gets elongated and this elongated muskrat somehow gains control of Twitter. It can essentially destroy Twitter. And that kind of thing doesn't happen with Mastodon because Mastodon is decentralized. It's got all these different instances run by different people owned by different organizations. And you can set up your own uh, and you can interact with all these other servers or you can, uh, you can go sign up on someone else's. And Mastodon even includes a feature of if you don't like your instance, you can migrate all of your followers to a new instance. You can create a new Mastodon account on a new instance and set it up to migrate everyone to your new account on the new instance, which is really cool. And it really puts you back in control of your data rather than a company like Twitter that can be bought by some elongated muskrat. So that's a, a basic breakdown of Mastodon and how it works, what it is. Uh, any questions, you guys? Not really so much a question, but like I had thought about, <clears throat> I think I have an account on like some server that I might have even like not long after Mastodon launched that was about like raves or something. And then I just never used it. And I think that um, <laughs> two things kind of got me back on it. One is like the sort of uncertainty with what's going to happen over on the, the app with the bird. And the other was like, you t you saying hey do you want to do a, a a mastodon server and i said i don't want to do a mastodon server i already have servers that i need to take care of and i have a lot of stuff to do and then a few minutes later you're like okay well i'm just going to do one you should help me with it and i was like that's much better that you're talking my language right there yeah so it's actually registered and run under my company so i'm i'm using my company's funds to run it and it's managed by my company and you talk to my company's support email if you need help with it. That's pretty cool. You can also just uh, toot at me and I'll try to help you. I'm at Dave <laughs> on the uh, port 87 instance. So I, I will we'll, toot in your general, general direction. <laughs> I think we'll need to post our, uh, um, usernames or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. What do you call them? The at, uh, for, <laughs> for, um, our, accounts on the uh, uh port 87 at social if i remember while i'm editing i can i can even have you see them right now in the screen wherever <laughs> they should go <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll certainly put them in the show notes i'll maybe replace our twitter links with our uh, port 87 links in the in the show notes yeah you're probably more uh, likely to get a hold of matt that way anyway <laughs> <laughs> for sure uh yeah i guess i now have to say i'm actually somewhere and you can find me somewhere <laughs> I, so, I went a little uh viral earlier today so um, hk do you want to talk a little bit about the installation process and maybe if somebody is 
maybe not necessarily what they would call a guru of sudo, but if somebody has a general understanding of, of how to operate a Linux server, like what, what kind of level of yeah. difficulty would you say it would be for that, somebody to put up their own instance? Um, it's, so it varies. You could, you could either do a managed instance where you're just paying someone to bring up an instance for you and manage it fully for you, uh, which my company, Cyactive Inc. is actually going to start selling. So, uh, or has started port 87 being the first one, uh, port 87 dot social. Uh, but basically you can, you can go anywhere from managed or you can bring up all of the servers yourself so uh it's a lot easier if you go the managed route but it is a lot more expensive uh and then it's if you want to go uh the kind of one click install method you could do that where you're you're bringing up an instance that someone else has configured and you're just entering some settings and it fills in the config for you uh the downside with that though is oftentimes you're not very familiar with how it's set up and it might not be set up to your liking. Uh, it's also less configurable. So like, let's say you wanted to set it up with uh, a managed Postgres version. Uh, it uses Postgres as its database. So if you want to have a managed Postgres, uh, these one-click installers sometimes won't support that. Uh, if it's a real good one-click installer, it will. And you can just tell it, this is my, uh, this is the address for my Postgres installation. Uh, but uh, there's there's definitely a learning curve if you want to go uh, beyond the one-click install. Uh, beyond the one-click install, you're going to start installing things yourself, uh, running Mastodon from source, basically. Uh, and that can be a, a pretty steep learning curve. I would say if you're not intimately familiar with... Uh, you know, getting things running on a Linux uh, technology stack, it's going to be hard. Uh, there's also a couple hiccups with the the main uh, installation instructions on Mastodon. Uh, as of today, when we're recording this, uh, there is an extra step that needs to be done to give the the user that's running the Nginx process permission to see uh, Mastodon's source files. Uh, and then there's also an issue if you, uh, if you don't have a user called Postgres in your Postgres database that has access to create new users and databases, uh, the steps to get around that are very difficult. And with DigitalOcean, they have a managed Postgres uh, instance, and I'm using that but they don't offer you a Postgres user. They call their user DO admin, and there's no way to configure that in the Mastodon source. Uh, at least none that I found immediately obvious. So it can be very non-trivial to install it if you choose to install it from source, but that method has the... the first of all, you'll know exactly how it's set up, uh, and second, it's the most configurable. Uh, you can configure, like if you have uh, a separate Elasticsearch instance running, you can configure that. If you have a separate uh, a separate Redis instance running, because it, it does use those three things. It uses Postgres, Redis, and uh, Elasticsearch. The Elasticsearch part is optional, though. 
The other thing so, I noticed yeah. on DigitalOcean is that the one click is based on Ubuntu 18.04, and we're uh, getting to the end of the road with uh, 18.04 here. Yeah. Uh, and that's, yeah, if you if you install it on 22.04, Ubuntu 22.04, which is the latest LTS, it you need to do that that method that I said that is not included in the instructions. And basically, you're adding the Mastodon, or sorry, you're adding the www-data user to the Mastodon group so that it can see all of the files or else you're what you're what you will be presented with is an index page like a mastodon html but there's no css and no javascript so that if you see that that's what that issue is and you helped somebody on github with that i believe yep yeah a few people actually good that's good yeah what is uh what is mastodon written in it's written in ruby on rails oh okay yep uh it's uh yeah it's all ruby uh i'm not sure what the front end is written in but yeah the back end is written in ruby okay i'd be kind of surprised if the front end is written in php just because of when it came out uh well i mean the part that runs in your browser i think it's react uh because i mean i i don't have any evidence for that it's just pretty much everything's written in react so i would assume it was but you know, it, it might be something else. Cool. I believe Matt has some st- statistics for us. Take it away, Matt. Yeah, I was uh, going to say that uh, everybody's interested. We talked a little bit about this, but everybody's suddenly getting interested in Mastodon because everybody's fleeing Twitter because of uh, Elon Musk. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he hasn't actually made any changes yet, but everybody's expecting or he, he's He's made some changes to the back end, firing a bunch of people, <laughs> but uh, I don't know, not much of the front end. He has suspended some people. Anyways, we got a nice graph up here, which shows the daily active users. And you can see when uh, Mastodon wasn't doing that great for a long time. And then Musk, uh, you know, completed the purchase of Twitter. And all of a sudden, everybody was interested in Mastodon. We got a, a, a huge increase in uh, uh, daily active users. And then there was a second bump when, you know, right before this graph ends when uh, there's, you know, a bunch of layoffs at Twitter. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, this one's claiming that Mastodon has like around 80,000 daily active users. Um, I don't. Daily new users. Yeah, there's new users, right? New daily active users, right? Yeah. uh, somewhere I had a different number, but it was about in the same range. Um, on my notes, I have there were 70,000 people joined Mastodon right after Musk finalized the purchase of Twitter. And to in comparison, um, at least at this point or around this time, I don't know when this stat was taken, but there are around four and a half million Mastodon accounts total. It's hard to tell, though, because as you said, it's a federated universe. Anybody can just pop up their own server anywhere. You, you don't know how many servers were actually you know, contacted to get that number. And uh, finally, I have there's uh, an estimated 4,000 Mastodon servers, so actual servers up. And obviously, that's rounded and, and estimate because it's exactly 4,000. We have no idea. And there may be a lot more right now as uh, people are jumping on the bandwagon. But uh, I hope uh, Mastodon gains some good traction and 
kind of takes over for Twitter. I used to have a Mastodon, Mastodon account like years ago somewhere. And I was just playing around with it. I wasn't uh, posting very much, very often to it. But I think the the server was taken down. So that <laughs> that's a problem I found with Mastodon in the past is these servers pop up and they get shut down because the people running the servers have a hard time making it sustainable, making money enough to pay for the server. What do you think? Yep. Uh, if you're feeling generous and you like the service, definitely check if your Mastodon server accepts donation and give them $8 a month. Cool. <laughs> Are you able to like, or how, how much can you change the, uh, the interface? Like, is there a space for you to pop in info, like maybe a link to the to Patreon on the side or something for the server? Uh, there up? is, but um, right now, uh, we're not accepting donations, but probably within a week I'll start yeah. accepting donations. I just need to figure out like, uh, all the like tax ramifications for that and like how to do it in the name of my business. Uh, okay. since yeah. I'm personally not running it, it's, uh, Cyactive Inc is running it. So that I need to sense. make sure the money goes to the right place that it ends up in Cyactive's bank account instead of mine. Uh, and that it's, you know, I'm, I'm keeping track of it all for tax reasons. So uh, I've noticed using it, uh, maybe just because, you know, our, our instance, but, um, it seems like there's a good number, you know, good people posting stuff on there. It's, you know, in our case, pretty topical. Uh, we, we talk about, you know, our, <laughs> I don't know, what do we call this? Because it's not just IDT stuff. It's not just satanic panic. It's just, more, but it's that whole universe. More broadly, we, more broadly, it's referred to as the dystopia beat. Yeah, dystopia. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's like beat going. That's like sort of what the the people that I've met on Twitter that kind of cover the same kind of stuff we do. That's sort of the the name that we have kind of coalesced around for the kinds of things that, that we're talking about. But also on there, I noticed that <laughs> people are sort of helping each other out trying yeah. to figuring mm-hmm. out what's going on and whatnot. And that, that's, that's pretty cool too, that, uh, you know, it's a, it's a good place I think for newbies, because I think there's a lot of other people on there who maybe just figured something out. And so they'd be super right. happy to tell you what they just figured out so that you can know it too. Like when you first <laughs> learn something, you're super excited to tell people about it, which is actually a big problem on the dystopia beat, because when you first learn something, you actually, uh, don't have very neat, deep knowledge about it. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I just found uh, out today that there's a 500 character limit. <laughs> Ask yep. me how I know. <laughs> uh, yep, there is a 500 character limit because we have mostly the default settings. Uh, yeah. But there is like we do have a lot of settings that we've kind of tailored for moderation. That's another really nice thing about the the Fediverse is that if if you're on an instance and it's not moderated the way you want it to be, you can jump ship, go to a different instance, migrate all your followers and, you know, be on a much better moderated instance. Um, some instances allow traffic from servers that are known to have a bit more toxic users. Uh, we're trying to limit that effect. Uh, basically if it's not something that, uh, if it's not like illegal content, uh, I'm going to try not to block it, uh, but I will 
make it so that it doesn't appear in the feed in the Fediverse feed, the federated feed, uh, which that's something a server admin can do. You can set it up so that just traffic is completely blocked from an entire server. And I'll do that if, uh, if servers are sharing illegal information uh, or illegal content. Uh, and then there's another way to limit it where people can still follow the users there and they'll get it in their own feed, but they, they won't see it in the federated feed, like the pu public kind of like known servers feed. Yeah. You want to talk and a little bit that, about those feeds? Yeah. So there's a few different feeds in Mastodon. Uh, there's, there's essentially three different feeds. There's the local feed that is the feed of everyone that's on your instance of Mastodon. So if you are on Mastodon.social, you'll see everyone from Mastodon.social posting. Uh, if you're on port87.social, uh, which I hope you will be, you will see everyone on port87.social, everything that they post. Uh, and then there's your home feed. That's the feed of everyone you're following uh, what they're posting, uh, and what they're, uh, reblogging or boosting. Uh, and then there's the federated feed. That feed is more of a, whatever this server has allowed to be put in that federated feed. Uh, and a lot of it comes from other servers from like, uh, if I follow someone on another server, now my server knows that that other server exists. Uh, and there's also Mastodon relays, which are basically uh, servers whose whole purpose is to aggregate all of the posts and push them out to everyone, uh, kind of like a publish subscribe model where uh, you can, you as a server owner can subscribe your server to that relay and you push all your content to that relay. And then the other servers in that relay, when they push their content, you get it back on your server. So that's the uh, federated feed. You see all that stuff from, from everything. And the Mastodon developers have decided in the mobile app, so in the app you run on your phone, they uh, in the official Mastodon app, they decided not to have that federated feed because they felt that the federated feed was a lot of noise to signal. Uh, so they, you get, uh, you get your, your home feed and you can search for hashtags and you can find things by searching for hashtags from any other server, uh, any other server that your server hasn't blocked. Cool. Cool. So real quick, I just want to kind of show somebody, uh, show people what it's going to look like uh, if they were to go to port87.social. I've uh, removed my personal email address and whatnot from the uh, <laughs> from the page here. And I figure uh, HK over time, you're probably going to, the branding is going to, this this is going to look different at some point. I think, yes. I feel like. Yeah. Because yeah, we're, we're still in, uh, we're calling it the public beta. So a lot of the, a lot yeah. of the imagery is still like the default Mastodon imagery and whatnot. Uh, so, do you have it up? have it up now okay yeah so here's what it looks like when you show up you can either if you're already a member of the server you can log in you have to be a member of our server to log into our server if you're a member of a different mastodon server you have to go there to log in you can't use your login credentials from someone else's server to come on to ours uh that, that's over here on the right side right above our logo here 
over here on the left, it uh, is a sign-up form, but it also has like three of the best people on Mastodon right there. When you when it says <laughs> who the users you might discover, that's a that's HK historian Matt in the media wench. It doesn't even show me. It's like sorry, you get the media wench. <clears throat> And um, it just you just pick a username, an email address, a password, uh, use a password manager, let it generate your password, and agree to the rules and sign up, and you'll get an email just like any other service that you sign up for. Ours, for some reason, for right now, it seems to be sending a lot of your uh, your confirmation emails to spam. So just check your spam folder, like you would with anything, actually, you just signed up for. If you're not getting the confirmation email, always check your spam folder anyway. But this is like the basic Mastodon sign-up form. Almost every server is going to look like this. You don't need to sign up for every server that everybody you know is on. In fact, that's chaos. You shouldn't do that, <laughs> and you'll like lose track. You'll lose track of it because, it, like, like HK was saying, if you don't like the server you're on, if maybe it starts to run slow because too many people show up and they're not able to throw compute assets at it fast enough, or if there's people on there being rude and harassing other people, or there's you just found out there's another server that tends to have content you're more interested in like ours is going to be generally there's going to be a lot of techie people right now most of the people that have joined are actually from our twitch community and so those are going to be people interested in the dystopia beat but as it grows i figure maybe we'll get more uh, software developers on there more maybe more normies even maybe some normies will, will come hang out and um so yeah you just sign up and then you can go on there your your home feed will be empty but you can check the feed for the server and the fediverse immediately and um yep. on on the feed for the server that's the local one you're going to find people who are probably good to follow because they're already part of a community and the people that are on our server unless there's people we don't <laughs> unless people have slipped through the cracks everybody there's pretty nice and going to be posting like interesting things or at least things that we think are interesting and there's not going to be a lot of spam unless you consider me constantly posting about my uh, twitch streams to be spam in which case i mean that's just you know you're just going to have to deal with that <laughs> But you yep. can uh, you ahead. could also block anyone if if you don't want to see their content, just like any other social platform. Uh, but you can also sign up through the mobile app. And I, one thing I do want to say: when you download the official mobile app, the the Mastodon official mobile app, they'll have a list of instances that you can sign up for, and they're more like the popular instances. Uh, but you can also just put in the address of a server. So if you want to sign up with ours, you just type in port87.social uh, and just wait for it to come up in the list. Uh, if it's not coming up in the list, then probably something's misspelled. Uh, but do give it a little bit while it downloads information from the server. But yeah, you can also, like if there's a server that's catered to like a, a specific kind of content that you really like, uh, like there's one called Fostodon, I believe, which is like all about free and open source software. Uh, if you're really into that, you can go to that instance. Uh, it's really, it lets you go to like whatever instance you want and you can still see the same content from other instances as well. But in that local feed, you'll see a lot of the people that share your same interest, interest if you're on an instance that is about that interest. And this all sounds complicated, but it's fairly fi friction-free. If you have someone's address, you can find them. Um, yeah. One of our uh, one of our regulars in our Twitch chat, uh, who goes by Roland Alley Art, is on a San Francisco Bay Area server that's mostly about art. 
but she's been re she's been retooting my toots and <laughs> i've been retooting her toots so people in on our server are going to see her art even though she's not on our server if they go to the local feed because i've been retooting her wonderful artwork it all sounds complicated but like once kind of once a server gets going and you get a few active users in there that have friends or connections outside of your outside of the immediate server you're going to start getting a really rich and interesting local feed that's going to kind of be curated in so far as letting in so far as the users on the server retooting things from other servers could be considered curation i suppose yeah uh yeah and it's uh it's it definitely you know as you're retooting things from other servers you're building that local feed like you said and that's a great way if you're just starting to find other content outside of your server uh, and if you do want to find uh if you if you want to find people outside your server and you know their handle the way you would type it in and you can just type it into the search bar you type in the at symbol and then their handle and then another at symbol and then the server that they're on so if i was looking for someone on fostodon uh and say their name were fictitious dude it would be at fictitious dude at fostodon.com or whatever i i forget yeah and as people migrate to a lot of people are changing their Twitter, uh, the visible Twitter name to include their Mastodon handle. So if you have a few people you really like that you follow, check their Twitter and see if maybe they have it or you know, tweet at them and be like, Hey, are you on Mastodon too? Yeah. Yeah. The more people migrate from Twitter to Mastodon, I feel like it's going to eventually reach a, a critical mass where it's, you know, people are going to be, more on mastodon than they are on twitter you know sharing more things producing more content on mastodon rather than twitter um i'm skeptical that that's going to happen anytime soon but i think this bump is good because i think it's the the service might be taken more seriously as a social media option Mm -hmm. as more people join um i'm not i'm just not sure that that this is going to go but it's definitely more lively around there everybody says that like all the old like the old old school heads that are that are on there that i see tooting they're definitely happy about how much more lively things are around there and that there's more like i guess more normies on there less because it used to just be a bunch of very technical people that were using it now there's like a lot (laughs) more normies on there and like you need the normies on your service or it's never going to go anywhere yep because most people are actually what we would consider just regular people yeah uh yeah and i feel like once we have uh like once like big name celebrities start to move over uh that's going to draw in a lot more people as well so you know if you if you start to see big name celebrities coming on to mastodon then it's probably only going to be like a matter of time right until it's if not like overtaking twitter at least like a legitimate competitor and the the thing there were so i want to bring up something else too there's one that's real popular and i'm on there and i think it's nice it's called counter counter social they have a lot of users but they're not federated i believe the guy has uh forked the mastodon code uh not for nothing not for nothing the guy who does that is a just a brilliant programmer um the guy's jester 
Um, I mean, a million people called themselves Jester, but this guy's like fairly famous, like a well-known programmer. And I think, you know, he's basically said why he didn't, why he wanted to fork it in this way, why he wanted to walled garden it. And it's, it's up to him. And if you want to join that, that's fine. But I think that if you want to like kind of have fun and like, I think like doing, get joining any of the federated servers is just a lot more fun, especially if you like to learn yeah. and kind of tinker with things and poke around and, and, uh, yeah, it's just more fun. And there's nothing stopping you from joining both and seeing what you like. There's going to be some, there's some other competitors out there. Um, one's called Tribble, Tribal, uh, but it's more like a Facebook clone. And um, there are a lot of, um, a lot of shit libs on there. So I don't really like it. <laughs> so I'm like Blue Wave. I'm like, stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, also, we should talk about like verified as well. Cause there is a way in Mastodon to kind of verify your account. Uh, if you have uh, some sort of presence online and like if you have an online uh, portfolio or you have an online like contact page, uh, you can add a link to your Mastodon account with uh, an HTML attribute called rel equals me. Uh, and that will basically validate your Mastodon account so that people will know that that account uh if you list that in your, uh, like the URL of, of your portfolio online, if you list that in your Mastodon account, it will verify it basically. Right. right. Yeah. I was, I was working, I was playing around with that on counter and I, uh, I uh, probably figure out a way to do that with, with our website and another way that people can be verified. Like for example, if you work for an organization, right. And you're the CEO of that organization, well, you can just use the domain of, for example, Microsoft.com. And then people know mm-hmm. it's you if it's, um, you know, if, if let's say I'm the, the head of Microsoft and if it was at Dave at Microsoft.com, well, people would be able to know that was me because of the URL, because it links, you know, it links back to a specific server that I'm the only one who's going to be Dave on that server. And so like, yeah. So for organizations, yeah. just making sh- for organizations, just having everybody at the domain of the organization is going to serve a verification purpose. Cause that's, I think yep. uh, probably not impossible to spoof, but probably non-trivial if you wanted to try to spoof that. That would be impossible to spoof. Uh, you would have to own the domain to be able to do that. Uh, but uh, also if you, if you are a, a company and you'd like to do that, um, and you, you don't want to manage it yourself because it is actually a fairly non-trivial task to manage a, uh, a Mastodon instance, then like I was saying earlier, my company, Cyactive Inc., is going to uh, manage instances like this. Uh, so you can sign up with us. We can work out a contract and Cyactive Inc. will manage your Mastodon instance. And basically all I would do is bring up the instance and give you an IP address and you would just put that in your DNS as, uh, as a subdomain. So something like, like you were saying, Microsoft, it would be like social.microsoft.com or mastodon.microsoft.com. Cause it does need its own domain. It won't work as like a, like slash mastodon or slash social. Uh, but as long as you have a domain or a subdomain for it, then 
like Dave was saying, that is great for verification. So if you're like a company and you want to advertise, you want to do some self-promotion on Mastodon, definitely check out Cyactive.com and uh, yeah, and if, you, if you would like a, a managed instance. And where can they contact you on Mastodon? So I'm at hparin at port87.social. Okay. <laughs> yep, you can contact me there uh, or support at cyactive.com. Uh, that's an email, not a <laughs> Mastodon. It <laughs> all gets a little more complicated now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so how do you get a blue check mark? You just add it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, add it in your CSS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, verification, like we were saying, is going to be one of two things. Uh, you can verify your URL by having it linked back, basically. Or bigger mm-hmm. organizations would probably just use their domain as verification. Well, I think that's as good a place as any to end it. This has been a fun discussion of Mastodon. I kind of liked doing this format this week because it was less formatted and more more to my personal uh, liking and the uh, style of potting I usually do. I'm just really mad there's no chat overlay telling us that we're wrong about everything. <laughs> but, uh, HK, do you want to read the show out? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I do want to close with, you know, I'm, I'm so excited personally that Mastodon is taking off because I am a huge fan of federated social networks. Uh, I think it, it really does. It allows competition and it allows innovation and it really, uh, it's a, it's a good thing that no one person owns Mastodon. You know, Mastodon is this thing that's been built up as a community effort. So it's, it's really, uh, it's really awesome to see that people are interested in it and I'm, I'm like really passionate about it. So yeah, that's how I'll end it. And then, uh, so to close out the show, we do this show every week and we try to get it out on Wednesday. Uh, and if you just caught the show, then check us out live, uh, on twitch.com slash echoplex, uh, or sorry, twitch.com twitch.tv slash echoplex media. <laughs> Uh, where we do a stream every Wednesday at 7 p.m. We stream uh, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays. You know what? Check us out at echoplexmedia.com. There you can find information about all the shows. And if you want to support us, it's patreon.com slash echoplex. Thank you, and I hope you had a tech and great week.